you know, this is really scary. I have this tiny little baby. I've never done this before. Like, it's just me. Like, please help. How am I going to support this little dude, you know? Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hey, friends, and uh, this is going to be the second of three intros because, um, yeah, it turns out uh, during the recording, there were some audio difficulties and the call abruptly dropped at about the 36 or so minute mark, which is unfortunate. Um, and then as I was listening to it and doing the editing, I discovered that some of the audio got kind of all jumbled. So going to make the best of it. Uh, bear with me and us on this episode. It was a lot of fun to record. I really enjoyed it. And this is actually, spoiler alert, going to be episode one of a two-part episode because turns out uh, where the audio died was actually a really good break point and then we have a lot more details and information uh, in part two which will be next week but uh, this is going to be a wide-ranging interview we talk about all kinds of things from the Colorado Athletic Club in Denver to your biofield to the importance of turtles and doing scary things uh, oh gosh, what else? Consus consciousness is hugging people, um, the world energy, and the magic in clouds. So without any further ado, let's uh, get into the podcast with this incredible special guest. We are back with another episode of Wisdom of the Wilderness. We're sitting outside here in the sunshine. Snowing on me earlier today, and if you want proof of that, I can upload a video because it was sideways snowing with blue sky actually blue sky so who knows what's going on but we have an awesome guest today uh, naturewisemama.com that is nature n-a-t-u-r-e w-i-s-e m-a-m-a -M -A. and uh with that rousing introduction by me <laughs> are you doing hello i'm so happy to be here this is fun Yes. How are you, are you today? I'm great because it's not cold and wet. So that is always a good thing. And thank you for Yeah, for sure. It's um, yeah. 60. I got the window wide open. I'm in a tank top and the skies look pretty nice today. Not, not too much stuff going on. <laughs> oh, awesome. That is fantastic. And uh, where are you talking to us from today? From Lafayette, Colorado, Boulder County, Colorado. Once upon a time, known I lately there, for all its, yeah, for all its, yeah, yeah. No, no, known lately for all of its wind, rain. Where in Boulder, Colorado? Yeah. What is it known lately? We are. For? Um. Gosh, that's a loaded question. I could go on and on. <laughs> but uh, 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, some wins. You know, we've had some wins, some some chilling wins. Those kinds that just, you know, it's sunny out. You're walking along, and then all of a sudden you get like an ice lap across the face <laughs> from a gust of wind, of cold wind. So we've been getting those wins. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, I, I guess it depends. Really it's a good mm-hmm. wake up, you know, if you're, if you're kind of yeah. spacing out. <laughs> it'll bring you back yeah. into your body real quick. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, it definitely would. And that's what people need to do more, more of in their daily life. I will agree with that. Um, I'll agree you, with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> and you. Like, that's about the first thing that you talked to us about, like getting outside and um, how did you become nature wise mama? Uh, my son turned me into nature wise mama <laughs> um, about oh, seven years ago. Yeah, on March 2015. Uh, my son turned me into nature wise mama. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'm grateful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bringing a new being into the world is, I've been told, is a fantastic experience. And how, yeah, how did it go from your Jan to Nature Wise Mama? Well, um, after my son was born, some unexpected events took place, and I found myself um, a single mom. (laughs) all of a sudden I was like oh okay I have a three-week-year-old baby and my body hurts worse than it ever has before because it just went through the most pain of excruciating pain of my life and I am alone with this little guy and what I'm gonna do because I kind of had plans to be supported and then those plans just all of a sudden kind of flipped on me and I couldn't keep my job you know, I had to quit my job. I was working at Colorado Athletic Club in Denver at the Tabor Center. Uh, it was a great, great deal. Working with a lot of athletes. I got a uh, membership for working there. They had a saltwater pool. I love to swim. It was a good gig. And um, so I had to let go of that because there was no way I could uh, uh, leave my kid that long or just it was just too complicated I'm in Boulder. That's like a good drive, you know. So um, I got myself a little, a tiny little 600 square foot apartment and uh, put up my massage table <laughs> in one of the rooms and uh, just started talking to people. And, um, you know, uh, I think good things spread like wildfire, right? So Word of yeah. mouth, in about six months, I was going pretty good. Had a pretty decent um, return clientele started, and um, I owe it all to a turtle. <laughs> and to my a turtle. <laughs> and, and, yeah, so then I named my business Nature Wise Mama. Nature Wise Mama is my business because uh, I, I do consider myself nature wise in a lot of ways, um, not just in the wilderness but also with people and how I work in my uh, nature wise mama is a therapeutic massage therapy practice and I also work in the biofield with um, 
different energies uh, and mm -hmm. vibrations and frequencies and do my best to bring everything into a nice tone. Wow. Does that explain it? Is that, does that yeah, that? Um, that, that's great. I have like a bajillion <laughs> questions now. <laughs> okay. Going well, let's go. Uh, okay. Yeah. First thing, um, Colorado I'll Athletic Club, CAC in Denver. When I did work there, I did go in and do a tour, but I never. And that would have been <gasps> roughly 2009. Oh. So uh, we have only met um, virtually. Mm -hmm. Actually, I mean, I didn't even got a tour there at that point hmm let's see 2009 um no i think i was there let me think okay 15 14 13 uh probably 2013 2014 only Ooh, about okay. a year and yeah okay okay i know like I would, oh gosh i would estimate of my old office in denver like 60 percent of people that went to the between the hours of 11.30 and 1.30. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it was insane. Yes, insane. Oh, I went to the Y man, instead. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, that was a little thing. I remember I the like tour the vividly. Yeah. I met so many yeah. cool people there and all that. But um, yeah, gosh, I miss it. That was actually the kickoff to a lot of my energy stuff was a class at the day. Great. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so so back to you and not my rambling. Um, cool. Biofield, that is super cool. And uh, in your journey, yeah. Um, yeah, please tell us about turtle. this turtle. Okay. So um, I moved into my apartment, the little 600 square foot, you know, place and decided to start my own practice. And um I went for a walk with my son around town, Old Town Lafayette, like such a cute little place. Um, so fun to walk around there because it's a lot of old mining um, shacks and cottages and stuff from way back when and that all these people live in and they have just the most eclectic, wonderful kids and um, unique like styles of how they um decorate or you know have their houses and their fences and it's just uh really fun walking around there because you're constantly amused visually um and so i was walking with my son i was feeling a little bit stressed out in my situation obviously and um we went to this flower shop that's in lafayette uh, lafayette forest and they um, used to have a pond and the pond was filled with turtles and koi and I went up and stood over the pond there was a bridge you could you could go over and stand right above them it would just come up and see all the fish and everything and I'm holding my son and I was just like just kind of gave a shout out to the universe to the koi and the troll I was like if anybody can give me a little <laughs> help right now some support I'm feeling really scared about this you know, this is really scary. I have this tiny little baby. I've never done this before. Like, it's just me. Like, please help. How am I going to support this little dude, you know? And um, I swear, right then, this turtle comes right swimming right up towards me in the center of the pond, pushing, like, all the yep. koi away. He's sticking his little head out. And I, and I hear, take care of Kai, and the universe will take care of you. That's my son. 
And I was like, oh, oh, okay, I can do that. That's easy, you know? And so that's what I did. I just really focused on um, being there for my son in a good way. And, uh, and then it all just evolved. And now seven years later, Nature Wise Mama is going strong and I'm constantly busy and I have people calling me all the time to get on my schedule and it's a good problem <laughs> and I like yeah. helping people. So, yeah. So the turtle was right. So listen to turtles because awesome. they have knowing beyond our imagination. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. Animals know a lot more. Right. Wow. That is just such an awesome story. Listening. Thank you. I'm fairly convinced there's a hawk nest in the tree, like a hundred feet from where I am right now. There's a cacophony of birds. Like there's a hummingbird. There's all these birds that were like tripping along as you were sharing that story. And they have made absolutely oh. no sound in the 20-ish minutes we've been. Uh, probably not a co that touches my heart. That's beautiful. I love that. That's so supportive and beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, hummingbird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the hummingbird just keeps going. They seriously is still going. It's like maybe they're second. like, hey, we're going to have babies hey. too. Hey, you're going to have babies too. You should come and sit right here on the table with me and like be part of this recording. That was- <laughs> hummingbird, well, hummingbird is joy. I think. Yeah, and, come on, everybody's welcome. And everything. <laughs> yeah. Isn't the magic of the universe? Wow. Well, holy cow, is that a story? And for trusting everything and creating a work for you. That is very commendable. Yeah. yeah. Thank Wickedness. If I'm, yeah. Thank you for doing that and being a uh, pathfinder. Yes. Yes. Or way Thank shower. you. Thank you for. Thanks for seeing me. Thanks for seeing me. You're very welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. With, it hasn't been nature, an easy path. It hasn't been easy. No. You know. <laughs> it hasn't been an easy path. What did some of the challenges been? <laughs> a single guy, so yeah. So you have no clue what it's like. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> Probably not. You really, you, <laughs> you, you really never understand the challenges of parenting until you become one. Any parent will tell you that it's just this whole, you know, other world that you're in. But um, it's. It's a good, you can make it a good world, right? <laughs> you can make it a good world. So that's, I like to encourage other parents to do that. And um, uh, for single people, um, I like to tell them, you know, people always go, oh, it's so worth it though. It's so hard. It's so worth That's like what parents say all the time. I like to say, um, kids, kids make you laugh. Like if you hang out with a kid, you are going to laugh that day. No, no kidding. Like you definitely, like I can almost guarantee it that you'll laugh and you'll laugh a lot. And I think that as adults, we forget to do that. And it's a really nice reminder to hang out with kids. If you want to, you want to get good laugh, you know, just um, find some 
find some kids. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. <laughs> Whether the intent to make you laugh or they're trying to make you laugh, or it's something you say and you're like, oh, did you just say that? Yeah. How did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And just the weird stuff they do. Like, you know, like kids will lick. They'll just lick anything, right? <laughs> they lick. They'll like tables and stuff. You know? And uh yeah. yeah, just weird weird stuff they do. The noises they make and stuff. It's just it's beautiful. I love it. I wish I could see more adults acting in that way. I would that would be really freeing and happy for me to witness that. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah. it's something that you're conditioned at in our society like you don't have an imaginary like don't don't go play over there like do this be yeah oh, like but now like you're gonna go and like run around the mud oh yeah yeah don't kill the creativity reflex come on <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah gifts to, sh- to show us and share with us and I think a, a huge one is that reminder like to to be more gentle I hate you mom I'm not getting ice cream and in five minutes you're like hey mom look at that it's like being animals yeah, it's, it's just contagious joy we're so in the moment we're just in the present moment you know and it's it's such a freeing place to be <laughs> in the moment. Yeah. Wow. And managing all of managing a thriving business towards all your um stress and hell. <laughs> Hooray. I got two hours a of lot sleep of that last night. A lot of this stuff. <laughs> Actually, my kid's a really good sleeper. Always has been. Uh, that was one of my main focuses when he was a baby. Because I was like, as long as he gets sleep, like I know his brain's going to get what it needs and his muscles will develop. And, you know, like sleep is one of the best medicines, right? Like good sleep. So I always make sure to um, to encourage a very comfortable and long sleep naps um he still sleeps 10 hours a night he's he's been sleeping 10 hours a night since he was a baby and um his naps were two hours consistently every day and I didn't never had to like put him in a crib or make him cry or anything like that because I practiced attachment parenting and um just I like held him you know like I'd always just hold him until he fell asleep and that's always how I put him to sleep his whole life. And, you know, he knows that love now and it's cool and he gives really good hugs. <laughs> oh. Hugs are something that everybody's been missing for so long. Like, hug for 17 seconds oh and God. release all the oxytocin from heart contact. Like, do it more. Not me. I've got, I get tons of hugs. <laughs> I oh, hug wonderful. Everybody. I like. Yeah, I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those people walking around not getting hugged. I no way. I'm not giving that up. Yeah, <laughs> you can't scare me into not hugging people. <laughs> no, Do you really want to hug? We're sitting on the same couch. We're practically <laughs> touching. 
no. practically touching. That's too close. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, wow. our consciousness mm-hmm. right now, yours and mine, where our consciousness right now is is um is connected and hugging. Yeah. Right? Because it doesn't matter how far away you are with consciousness, consciousness travels immediately, right? So in a way, we are embraced mm-hmm. in a hug right now. <laughs> right? Yeah, and every part of the whole is in constant communication with the other part of the whole to know where you're going, what you're doing, the uh, random coincidences that uh, just happen to pop up in life. Like, it's super cool to everything knows everything. And this is awesome to be connected on one level and then another level of a crazy windstorm. Yeah. Nice and toasty. Like, this is so cool for those different levels of connection too oh yeah so many multi-dimensional right oh yeah definitely and that too like what are, what are some of the things that got you into the multi-dimensional you're looking base of things and the ways that we can work and share I don't want to phrase this talents that are recognized by many and skills that are recognized by many, but not necessarily the mainstream. Yeah, yeah that's fairly decent. Mm, I, I hear you. Keep rambling. I love listening. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I like where you're going with that. Not in the mainstream, but um, I like to think that I'm weaving it into the mainstream, you know, like secretly, like I, like I got my roller skates on and I'm weaving through the mainstream, like depositing <laughs> consciousness right, and like awakening little seeds like here, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And did, did you have, is there a single moment that catalyzed a, a different way of perception or was it like a, a culmination or I don't even I don't, yeah was it one thing or more oh than my god oh there's so many things like awakening is something that happens all the time right um you're not like awakened like it's always happening you're always being awakened right you're always realizing new things and learning new things as long as you're open to learning so I feel like almost every moment's an awakening moment. Um, for me, though, I think my perception of this multi-dimension, multi-dimensionality, <laughs> did I say that yeah. right? Um, sure. started when I was, I, I remember it, I was, you know, in my childhood. I think I just came into the world with it, with the, with the knowing of it and just didn't, um, didn't lose it. And mm-hmm. So, yeah. I started seeing um, like energy. Um, I used to call them like little. I don't. I don't remember really what I call them, but I saw. Um, I had lots of very vivid dreams always, and and I'm talking like you know, um, full color, you know, and like uh, the plasma scream, like really oh, wow. vivid dreams. Wow. And yeah, and then I also though would see stuff um, sometimes when I was uh, 
you know, like just like imagine kid like really tired, maybe not even feeling well or something, just laid mm-hmm. out on the bed or the couch, like uh, right? Like you're yeah. not thinking uh-huh. about anything. You're just like, oh, this is I like I just uh. and um so kind of those moments when I was in more of a probably what they call the betwixt in between, right? When you are sort of between the veils of dimensions and travel. And um, I would see energy or spirit or whatever you want to call it in cartoon form. (laughs) Okay. Like cartoons. Like, but it was like, imagine like, you know, metaverse, like this whole metaverse thing they're putting out where it's like super virtual reality world. And, you know, we've seen it, right? Metaverse. Yeah, so imagine that, like, as a child, without actually, like, having the technology or the, even the internet yet, <laughs> right, oh God, for, yeah. for that <laughs> yes. kind of visualization. But I had that. <laughs> like, I've always had that. So I, I started seeing that as a young child in cartoon form until, until I got older and then started seeing it more um, in, I don't know, like, uh, physical form as mm-hmm. as I grew and and learned information about the world, uh, it eventually kind of matured where I started seeing. Now I can see cartoon and and what looks very physical, like adults or people. Um, so it can just be about anything, really. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Does that sound crazy or what? No, not at all. <laughs> independent books. I've read uh, Dronvelo's and like an astral project and the multiple different it all makes sense for whatever random reason all the storm clouds that I was looking at before we started talking dissipated and it's now clear blue sky directly on me Woo-hoo! which is also probably a coincidence um, <clears throat> right so yeah, that that all makes sense and and fits in. Coincidence so, or synchronicity, all the other fun things like like we talked about, like the consciousness knows and our consciousnesses are interacting. Yeah, and at a different level of hey, wow, that random person you ran into at the grocery store or at the campground or at the whatever, like it gets really cool. Look. And how did this person happen to show up or that person show up or what put me in this situation? I was on my way to, I missed the left turn of Albuquerque and I showed up here like Bugs Bunny used to do, but it's kind of a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're, if you're aware of it, it is right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. The more you get awareness and, and become aware of it, uh, and you mentioned earlier, like planting little seeds of awareness or there's different places that you go. Uh, yeah. How does, how do you do that? Or what is that? Or tell us about that question. Well, it's kind of like being at a really good show, right? Have you, I'm sure you've been to some great shows, right? Like musical performances. Yeah. And they've all been in Denver. Oh, one was in Northwest Washington. But yes, yes, I'm rambling. Yes. Okay. So 
So you know, you know those shows you go to when like the vibe is just really good, like the music's good, the energy's mm-hmm. good, everybody like is just enjoying themselves and relaxing, and um, and you have to move through that crowd, right? Like, say you have to like for some reason you need to go like I don't know over to a counter or something. <laughs> I don't know, go find a chair. I don't know. Um, and you're moving through that dance crowd, right? And you have to like be very um, aware and cautious about how you're walking through. Because if you just try to walk normally straight, like you usually would, you would bump into people and it would be really rude, right? So you have to kind of weave through mm-hmm. the crowd. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. To navigate I do. the process. I do. So kind of like that. So, like, if I'm in the grocery store, <laughs> I'm not necessarily really doing that, but my energy is that. And then I'm like, you know, especially if I run into someone who seems like they're having a really hard day or scared or whatever kind of lower frequency place they're sitting in and struggling mm-hmm. with, all like imaginary, you know, um, drop a seat, like drop a little like. Like, wake up, you don't, you know, there's options or, you know, remember your creativity. So I energetically kind of plant these seeds, right? I'm hoping that that little bit of seed energy will like trigger into their energy field, right? Into their bio field and then start to make a little shift that maybe they can feel. And then it sort of picks them up a little bit, just enough for them to like stay take a better step for themselves and see that they have options and, you know, be able to wake mm-hmm. up and say, Oh, Oh wait, look, I, you know, I don't have to be so upset about this financial problem because I have this option over here or look, I have options. This isn't so bad, you know, and then kind of lift that energy. And then of course, you know, the pay it forward and all that, you know what I'm, I think you know what I'm Yeah. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yes. And yes. And, and thank you for, for sharing all that. It's like, you're walking along you're like, Oh, that person looks sad. You're just drawing like before you, your conscious mind catches up. You're like, Hey man, everything's going to be okay. And you continue on your walk and you never see that person again. They may think you're crazy or that sticks and they're like, cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a beautiful way of planting a seed. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yes. So to answer your question, yes, that's happened so many times and so many, for me, so many coincidences of who that is or standing in in random situations, having people at the same time being like, dude, so I'm at the like convention center, uh, late rail station. It's like 1147 PM. I'm going home for what I've been doing. And you're telling me your life story. Why me? Why at this time? Why is this happening? But what's that consciousness connection? What's that seed that I can drop or I can be the person to listen and provide that safe space and then kapow, that person's life changes. Or you're walking through a grocery store and you're like, hey, yeah, the flower will bloom soon. And then Mm -hmm. someone's like, oh, okay, cool, (laughs) right? Or something like that. I want to pass you in the supermarket now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that would, oh god the, yeah it's and and at the same time like how do you how do you explain to somebody or you know talk to someone about 
this just came out of my mouth before I knew anything or, you know, I ran into this person at Trader Joe's or like this person backed into my truck over here. But you're like, but there was some other reason mm-hmm. at a level, whether it's the actual going into, you know, talking to um, these are wor- sounds that take the form of words coming out of my mouth or we made eye contact for five seconds and smiled and something changed for both people. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Or you worked at, at the same place, like a couple years apart, maybe sat in the same chair, worked out on the same exercise equipment. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's crazy. Like what's the energy imprint you live or, um, you know, you head out and you're camping, uh, Okay, have you ever been to Moab? This is going to be an example for anybody who this is, you probably have to be to Moab, or I, I can be smart enough and share a link to this and to the actual map. I will make a note to that right now. Uh, so anyway, if you're driving out to Moab from Denver, Colorado, and if you're not listening in America, Denver's pretty much the geographics, the biggest city near the geographic center of United excited States of America. Um, and if you drive out to Moab, you're driving West. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going, I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information. And there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you. It really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts is how I listen to things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness.